Welcome to Deskmates, a podcast about all things Eurovision. Yes, and I'm Ken. I'm your Swedish Eurovision enthusiast. And I am Robbie, your English host and very much new to the world of ESC. Exactly. And we are colleagues and we are now beginning to share this appreciation of things Eurovision and in very different ways. We thought, why not start a podcast and share Yeah, why not? We've clearly got nothing else to do. No, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So Ken, uh, to summarize, you are a long-term fan of Eurovision and very much an avid follower of Mello, the Melody Festival and the Swedish selection process, for those who don't know. Uh, And I I think it's fair to call you an expert, or at least to me, you, you are an expert. Yeah, you can say that. And you, 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 Robbie, you are English. Mm. I'll say that. So the exact opposite. Exactly, exact opposite. Mm. I, I guess you, the thing that you think about in Eurovision is mostly making your mind up and mm. maybe some winners here and Best there. Best song ever, yeah. Best song, song ever. Okay, okay. But now you're married with a Swedish woman living in Sweden mm. and uh, you met me. Yes. And now you li- your life will never be the same no. again. Better, in fact. Yes, it will be plus be better. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, even though we have very different uh, backgrounds and how we came to Eurovision, uh, we're now sharing this this appreciation and we, we very much have text groups and memes and things every, every time it comes around. But even so, we're still enjoy Eurovision in very different ways. For example, I like all of the metal songs. Yeah, and I like all the good songs. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I think we we can, I think we are agreeing on some things and we are not agreeing on some things. And then this feels a bit like cheating because I've always, I've been doing a podcast about Eurovision and Malifis in Swedish for over 10 years now. But now you're in my domain because we're in English. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm trying to speak English, Mm. which is... You're doing very well. Oh, thank you. So far. As as an expert in speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I don't know what our unique selling point of this podcast might be, but I was thinking about like playing the things that's coming up now because we are in a probably the most busiest time of Eurovision of the year right mm. now and not many people who have Eurovision fans on your level mm. if I'm going to say that understands Casual. that the biggest things are happening in January and February and a bit into March and then I mean, May, That's then it's sure. already done. Yeah, I mean, uh, as an English person, I assumed that everything happened around Eurovision in, in May. I didn't realize there was so much of a lead-in. I certainly remember as a child, there was a selection process for a while. I, I definitely have a vague memory of that. But yeah, from then on, I had nothing to do with it. So I have really no idea. And so... It, it really opened my eyes, the fact that not only does Sweden have a selection process, but most of the countries <laughs> have a selection process, or at least a great deal of them, and how seriously it's taken. Obviously, Mellow is the, the biggest, would you say? And so it's, it's, a, it's a big thing here where winning Mellow is possibly even bigger, bigger than actually winning the, the contest. Although, thankfully, this year we did win we both. Did, oh, last we, year. Now I'm a Swedish citizen. Wait, yes, last year. Mm. Most recent year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, I mean, of course, Melifestolen is hard to miss if you're moving to Sweden. I mm. guess it takes over uh, a lot. Uh, I, I think a lot of people would debate with you if it's the biggest, especially nowadays. It was, I think, we, uh, when Melifestolen, like in the early 2000s, whatever you call that, uh, the noughties. Decade, the noughties. Okay, that also feels very weird. Mm. Uh, but that's that's the decade when I mean, Melody mm. took off. We just uh, re- redid it from the ground, and yeah. all this like six weeks started. And by then, it was the big thing. Now it's all, it's still big, but I think we've been uh, passed by some mm. some countries. Overtaken. Now it's yeah. overtaken. And uh, where Italy 
who has had seen their costume contest were actually like Eurovision was molded from Sanremo in, in Italy mm. and that's still around and now it's turning into maybe the the biggest thing for fans mm. uh, because Italy has obviously done very well in Eurovision lately but it, it's interesting that you say about about UK because I think most of in UK just if you just back two or three years ago they thought it was just a Saturday also and then in some way they sure. realized mm. <laughs> when some writer yeah. came along uh, that there were more to it and now I mean BBC One is actually broadcasting three shows instead of one sure. which is interesting yeah I mean friend of the show Mons mm. he has a show in the UK last year he was presenting one of the additional yeah he was he was having a podcast I know yeah like what it yeah talking about him I mean what what's your biggest memory from Eurovision before I met you. Yeah, before you met me. <laughs> sure. Now no, yeah. is it me. Okay, yeah, now, um, now before you met me. Yeah, so before before I got back into it, uh, yeah. So he, here's the strongest memory. I associate Eurovision with Terry Wogan, mm. who is the guy that used to present the, the UK uh, transmission, yep, yep. Uh, who's now Graham Norton, Terry Wogan, rest in peace. And he he just made fun of everybody on it. It was just a joke, like start to finish. He would just, someone would come on the screen, he'd go, ah, look at his stupid hair. And you would be like, ha stupid hair. Mm. And so we didn't take it seriously. I, I don't think, certainly my, my generation. Um, other than that, I have a strong memory of, I want to say, was it, Wigfield Saturday night was that an entry? No, no. Gina G. Gina G. Gina G. The, yeah, Australian. Yeah, yeah. Gina G. Who are just a little bit. Yep. That's a strong. That's a really strong memory because that song did well in the UK. Yeah, it was uh, number one. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that that was a strong memory. But also a little bit of xenophobia came with that. Of why is an Australian representing the UK? <laughs> in you, you already had Olivia Newton John, like she, in the in yeah, not not while I was alive. Now, yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. I was alive then. Yeah. Mm. Celine Dion representing uh, France. Switzerland. Switzerland, sure. <laughs> and it's this, doing well. It's going well. we've highlighted why I need Ken. <laughs> why we're but so it's good, good that you know that. I mean, yeah. that's like a fun fact on straight podcast. I couldn't name to say, the song. I couldn't name the song. I could, but it's in French, so I don't want to uh, mess up name. like sure. all languages yeah. that I heard of. Yeah. But I think I, I would I would call it Ne Parte Pas à Moi. Wow. If, I'm sure we'll hear from if people who... <laughs> Think that that was oh, we will hear from Swedish people calling out my English. So just, yeah. So they're, they're my strongest association's memories. Is it too much of a question? Do we have the time to ask you? <laughs> I, can t- I can tell you, like, my first memory mm-hmm. uh, was 1980 when John Logan won the first time. But the only the only reason I remember this, I was seven years old, uh, was that I fell asleep before there was a winner called out. And I realized, like, <laughs> afterwards, like, my parents were watching this just because I was watching it. I, mean, oh, I, I loved it uh, yeah. as a seven-year-old. And then I fell asleep, and they just turned the TV off and went to bed also because they weren't interested. So when I woke up the day after, and I was like, who won? They were like, oh, we don't know. <laughs> and, and then they, my, I think that maybe, they, or maybe they, they watched it, but they, they didn't remember, like, what country that was. Everything was the same to them. They weren't interested at all. Yeah. So I remember the anger I had, and, like, there was no internet. Wow. There was, like, I couldn't... Yeah. Uh, get any information it's also Sunday so there was no papers mm. in Sweden and nobody cared about it so yeah. that was a horror yeah. and then so uh, I'm just going to interject yeah. with a fun fact to yes, prove what, that I know things Johnny Logan representing mm. Ireland yeah. famously has won twice Yeah, uh, was the first person to win twice yes. now Lorraine is the first woman to win twice Yeah, and also bringing Sweden up level with Ireland's historic wins which is eight <laughs> seven seven I think we have okay. both of us right yeah. mm. so we're, we're level pegging yes we're level pegging and the chances of Ireland regaining that title any time soon uh, no nah, not any time soon I yeah. guess I don't think I think mm. they they are in, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in a very 
dark place when it mm. comes to Eurovision. Sure. But so, yeah, I just wanted to interject to prove I knew some things. Uh, I, can, so. I can add something there because Johnny Logan still have something on Lorraine, except like if you don't go by gender and these kind of sure. things. He's written another winner also. Uh-huh. So he's won like three times. Okay. I think he won two. T- I don't remember if he actually wrote his first song. Ah, this is me. I, I don't have the facts. I'm not like that kind of Eurovision mm. gay person. If you, if you throw something at me, <laughs> I can spit out a, a year, but it's a, in 50% it's wrong. I just okay. do all this like guessing. That's, that's why I'm not like... you say it so confidently. Yeah, I don't I believe know. you. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, the, my friend who I asked a Swedish podcast with, he stops me every time. And it's like, do you oh, know this? Or I just no, 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 no. And I mean, I people, will take people, everything you say as fact. Yes. And you can just write in and tell me that I'm wrong. We'll do a corrections like, at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a list we're it's sending up to the come episode, with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, he he won. He also won with Linda Martin, famously a, a judge in the different uh, talent shows in Ireland. That's how I known her later years. Mm. She won in '92 in Sweden, actually, mm. uh, with a song that Johnny Logan wrote. Yeah, I think I think he's written three winners, which is a record in some way. At least he was been involved in three winners. So we still have uh, Lorraine still needs to come back as a songwriter to mm. to fix that too. Sure, could definitely happen. Exactly. Uh, I'm just go back to t- I had two other memories. Yeah, when we just on that. Um, my big like fan girling thing started in 83 which was when Carola famously mm. uh, first appeared in Sweden and I was a huge fan after that I was like the whole country was like into this and we just ended up third instead of winning mm. which was probably one of the hardest things that happened to me in my childhood like by then I mean it was, it was so yeah spoiler if you've seen the Wrexham documentary when you follow something and it's like so bound to be a Hollywood ending that somebody's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. win and then it's third yeah. and you're like what, what? no yeah Good thing though, we won the year after with mm. probably the worst song in history of Eurovision. Digaloo Digalay with her race. I have heard that song, yeah. 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 Not the proudest winner we've we've said. But I mean we won. So that they made and, and the uh, actually the contest after that came to Gothenburg, which we are sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the, the the highlight of Eurovision for this little city. And how old would you have been when it came to Gothenburg? I would have been eleven. So you didn't go? I, I didn't go. I mean no, that I mean I would I didn't grow up with money, so we never left the city that I was born in. <laughs> and it was in Gothenburg. Yeah, yeah. I, I have friends who attended in mm. Gothenburg, actually, wow. watching That's it cool. th- that night. Uh, and then I would say my probably biggest Eurovision thing was being in Vienna when Mons won. And we were actually like very close uh, with the, the team uh, mm. during that week. We were, were very close with Mons, like and then and then winning it, it's such a weird thing to be like that involved in an artist in a in in a country thing and then and then winning we were sitting there like five in the morning with this like huge glass thing mm. on the table like the Swedish group just looking at it and I didn't take like I, I think I took one photo mm. and this was 2015 mm. and I mean Wow. We, 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 it was just like yeah, people did, they just you didn't lived in the moment no I was like I lived the in the moment I was like oh I will always remember this and it's like take a effing photo but I yeah. didn't do that yeah, yeah. so I, I, w- I can insert some uh, trivia that I know mm-hmm. related to things you just said Mons mm-hmm. uh, one with Heroes yeah which I feel like I did know that song having not been involved in Eurovision in 2015 I do feel like I heard that song but uh, Euphoria, I definitely heard that song, but I'll tell you where I heard it. In the UK, we have uh, like traveling fun fairs that have like, you know, the, the waltzes yeah, yeah. and things. Mm-hmm. And they play like hard rave. 
and there were definitely hard rave versions of Euphoria. So I definitely heard that song. I don't know if Heroes maybe ended up the same way, but it was definitely on the radio, I think, at the time. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how I that's how I know those songs. Hmm. But uh, I could not name another winner outside of those two through that whole period. There's no way. I, I just generally can't. Like they did, they just didn't scratch the surface in the UK. Hmm. It just wasn't wasn't in our consciousness. But then Conchita came along in 2014, yeah, okay. and I guess that yeah. made some mark. Well, that's an interesting one because I can definitely identify Conchita in a lineup. I, in, uh, if you show me a picture, <laughs> I would say no, that's Conchita Verse. Sure, I knew Good. the name. Yeah, uh, I could not have named the song. I, I can now, yeah. but, you know, because I've gone back and. <laughs> what, what was that song? So I definitely know the song now, but yeah, no, mm. I, I, Lordy, I recognize Lordy, but again, couldn't have told you the song. Mm. Couldn't if you'd played the song. I, without me seeing them, I would not have gone. Oh, that's Lordy. I just wouldn't. I saw the I saw the picture of yeah, them. Yeah. You know, oh, the the guys that wear the makeup. Mm. Uh, but yeah, even even as a person who likes metal music, it did not permeate at all in in the circles I was in. Hmm. Lordy, by the way, another another loss for Carola. <laughs> I, I actually managed to see Carola, but I mean, she didn't win. Lordy won, so okay, I didn't miss anything. So yeah, that's a that's a little introduction to. Who we, are. who we are, why you might care about anything that we have to say. So now we're just going to figure out what we're going to talk about when we end, if we're not talking about us, our favorite subject. Here. I think a good thing for us to do mm. would be for you to to uh, curate songs from the selection processes in different countries. Mm. I will purposefully not go out of my way to listen to them mm. because you have trained me now to be yeah. somewhat of a, an ESC Jedi and go out and look for these things. I will purposefully not and you can get my real-time general reaction as a person who doesn't have your history and gravitas uh, and hear them and we'll see we'll see what I think. Mm. That's good. Right. There, there's a lot of them right now also, of course. Like there's uh, First, we have, there's already three that's been selected that are actually mm. going to, I mean, we, we know three songs from three countries, mm. but also it, it's going on. I mean, it started, it's, so there are favorites, like there are high favorites in different countries. I've been longing to play some of them for you at some I point, know, but I think, I, I think we can't do everything in one podcast. So no. I, I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking about having like some smart thing to, to end the podcast with, but I guess we will. We're desk mates and <laughs> no, best mates. I, I mean, <laughs> just coming up with a, with a name for this podcast was a was a struggle. But sure. Should yeah. we go through some of the rejected names? Yeah. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. desk mates. So that to explain the joke, it makes the joke funnier. Uh, I've heard, uh, so that people understand. the The phrase "desk mates" with a K is when people work together. You call them desk mates, and obviously, D E S C mates. Hopefully, people made the connection. Yeah, so they don't call it like Eurovision mates. D- Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't even remember our rejected names. I just like at least got stuck in my name. What did oh, What did we have? We had, uh, didn't we have some pretty punny ones? Sam Ryder. I barely even know her. <laughs> I think that, that's <laughs> that's a, that's a great one. Yeah, but I think it's a bit for yeah, it's a bit bit gay. It's, yeah. Okay. But some so writer, I don't even know her. That's like, if, if somebody wants to start another podcast, we give you this name. Well, here's my, here's my favorite. Huh? Who the Bucks Fizz. <laughs> but it, it, then we go back to Bucks Fizz again. It's like, it feels like we, I mean, we are old, but we're not, we're not 70 years old. Sure. Uh, so just to clarify, I wasn't alive when Bucks Fizz won with Making Your Mind Up. I know. But just to clarify, also, you are 15 years younger than me. Sure. Mm. Not that you can hear that. <laughs> but uh, to, to explain... <coughs> 
the Dunkirk spirit, which you may have heard of following the, the film Dunkirk, mm. is that British people, we like to bang on about things that have happened in the past, like World War II. Uh, so you may or may not know that England won the World Cup in 1966. Haven't won it since, mm. but we'll keep talking about 1966 because that's the one time we did win it. And that's why... Even as a person born in 1985, I know about books, fears and making your mind up because we will never, as a nation, not talk about the one time we won something. So, Yeah, that's... Ah, Eurovision Coming Home was one of the names I suggested. I Eurovision mean, Coming Home, okay. Hmm, Eurovision I mean, Coming Out? Or? No, Eurovision Coming Home. Like, I mean, the Brits always, as soon as it's football, yeah. they are like... It's coming football home. coming home, football yeah. coming home. I mean, Eurovision Coming Home this year. I, I mean, it's, it's no, it's, it has no better home than Sweden. I mean, oh, it's sure. the thing. It's still Eurovision... Here. Comaham. Comaham. <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. What else did we have? Let's talk about Esk Baby. Oh, I love that one. I mean, it's great. But if you see it written down, people might say, let's talk about ESC Baby. Or let's talk about Eurovision Song Contest Baby. And that doesn't really... No. So you have to say it. Mm. Uh, but it was but that, a good one. Yeah. That was the first and one. And it also we we, we would have a good theme song. Mm, yes. Mm. We could definitely have done that. Uh, you, me, corn. Oh, you, you me corn. That you sounds me good. Corn? Yeah. I was just avoiding every like Israel connection right now. I don't think that's, sure. I mean, mm, we, we, okay. we, we will have to go into that at some point, but I, sure. I will save that for later. Yeah. Mm. That's a whole episode. Yep. Um, I think that's all the ones we had. Yeah. And so Deskmates. That's us. Is the one that won. Exactly. So that's. So that's episode one. Deskmates. In the ca- <laughs> I think this is a good point to end this podcast. And for the next episode, we will start the introduction. We can do that. Great. Well, thank you very much for listening. That's today's episode. (laughs) Yeah. Like and subscribe, all the rest of those things. Things that you do. Follow us on, yeah, I think it's on Instagram at least. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Until next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hallelujah.